You know, playing playing in high school with Kevin Durant, you know, we kind of took it for granted. Ball players, what's going on? This your boy Arden here, coming live from the legendary Dykeman Park, man. This is home sweet home, and I'm excited for this interview right here. This is a brother who I've been watching for years, literally, man. Got my jumper right, watch this dude right here. Learn how to build a brand, watch this dude right here. As well as just doing what it needs to stay focused. This man is literally inspiring millions of people while setting records in the process. So I'm happy to have. First of all, DMV is very old. DC. Lethal Shooter. What's going on? Good brother, having man. Appreciate you, man. Welcome to Ballplayers. How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. It's beautiful weather, beautiful people, and I'm in the Mecca, so I'm excited. For you, right? For us at Ball Players, you always love asking this question. Yeah. What made you fall in love with basketball? Um, I'll say the parks. You know, in DC, I grew up at Rudolph Playground. I grew up playing outside. Um, that's why I'm a big advocate of uh, kids playing outside. Because as a kid, my dad would force me to play outside. Yeah. You know, as a kid, I'd be like, nah, I don't want to go to the park, man. Go to the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? To play with the old heads, getting elbowed in the face and stuff like that. So I would say just that grind of being a kid and playing at the park. That mess gave me the lust. Do you remember one of your first memories playing at the park where yeah. there was that first rival, yeah. first game winner? Which yeah, was so like when I was a kid, my dad didn't let me play on the tech foot court. We played a little court, you know what I mean? So I remember yes. playing, the, playing the little court. I never wanted to come off, you know what I mean? And you took pride in being at the park and being a team that won all the games, going on your hands black, you know what I mean? I didn't eat all day. All I did was go to the ice cream truck to get a little 25 cent huggy, yes. you know what I mean? So like that was that was the pride of being the one that sits to go home and say, Dad, I stayed on the court the whole time. For you, right? Obviously, that love for the game started on the playground, and now you're with Red Bull doing this really dope run the rag yeah. competition. What has it been like working with Red Bull during this moment? Man, it's a dream come true. You know what I mean? It's come from where I come from. It's be a representation of Red Bull. You know, you, I, I never thought something like this would happen. But as you said, it's the consistency. It's, it's being who I am today um, of staying locked in. You know what I mean? Because when you're consistent, you never know what the universe that God has planned for you. You know what I mean? I never made it to the NBA. I never put an NBA jersey on, but I'm breaking barriers that some, some NBA players haven't broken with the brand-wise. So to have a company like Red Bull to believe in my vision and to be behind me 100% is a dream come true. For you, when you see Red Bull, right, be able to successfully embrace streamfall and the community, and it's something that many brands want to do, what do you think it says about them? It just shows that they're willing to put into the community what a lot of brands aren't. You know, especially with Red Bull, you see they're, they're in here investing into the community. That's just somebody that's going to come out and put their brand out here. They're going to invest in the community. They're going to give back to the community. They're going to do what the community needs. And that's why I respect Red Bull because they're not just a company, like we said before, here's our branding and we're not here. We're going to bring the athletes here. We're going to do different things to give back. So that's why I respect Red Bull because they're always investing to giving back to the community. For you, right, in your career, obviously, we understand that you as just a trainer. Yeah. You've been able to do a lot on the board. Trust me. I got to tap in to understand that besides the trick shots yeah. and everything, yeah. the students helped a lot of the top players in the game yeah. to develop. Yeah. But when it comes to the brand building, right, yeah. it's now common day to see trainers like yourself yeah. build brands to do their thing. Yeah. But what do you remember most from your journey of being like, okay, I think I can make something on social media. I think I could be a brand myself. I'll say one of my first shooting videos, you know, I was just putting a shooting video out just to do it. And everybody started reacting to it, like, man, we love your pool, we love this, we love that. And I said, you know what? That's my niche. Yes. You know, if you want to be successful, you need to find out what your niche is, stick to it, be consistent in it, and then perfect it. Once you perfect it and people are on to your brand, then that's when you might can expand and do other things. Because you see, for me, I'm a trainer, I'm a content creator. I do other things as well. I host. 
Yeah, I do different things that nature, but to understand who I was, I had to see who my fans love. Once you figure out what your fans love, you continue to feed them that and give it to them from different angles as well, so it's not the same exact content over and over and over and over. That's where you see where I've created. You know what I mean? So if you want to be great, think out of the box. How do you balance everything? Uh, I'll say departmentalize the thing. When I wake up in the morning, I know what I want to do with my content. I know what I want to do as a dad. I know what I want to do with other things. So you can't want to be famous or want to be a household name if you don't departmentalize and be organized. And it's that. Yeah. And I want to now get to your all sound, man. Washington, D.C. Yeah. A lot of greats have come from that area. Yeah. A lot of just dope groupers, even if they didn't make it to the association, yeah. left the legacy. I got to ask you, man. In your hometown, who is the illest bad player you ever watched in person? Oh, I'll say, which we all know, I'll say, I play, and I play high school with them, I'll say Kevin Durant. You know, play, playing in high school with Kevin Durant, you know, we kind of took it for granted, you know what yeah. I mean? But now, you know, you saw what he did when he came to New York, he yeah. gave like 70 points at the Rutgers, yeah. so I'll say Kevin Durant's probably one of the best that I've seen, you know what I mean? I've, I've seen it all, don't get it messed up, Steve Francis, all those type of guys, the legends, but I say current right now, it's Kevin Durant. Man, y'all had one of the best runs for a minute, even just with the with March Berry. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching O Pod and Mungo They took him down. And they took him there. Took him down. So I yeah, definitely man. understand what y'all got going on yeah. there and yeah. why. How would you describe that average Hooper for DC? Gritty, like New York. Tough like New York. Nothing given like New York. Uh, we ain't gonna back down from nobody like New York. Um we have jump shots, handle, and we're precise. Yeah. For you during your booping journey, what was that moment where you realized, okay, this is my game. This is how I could fit it. Because obviously, right, a lot of ball players when they move in, they're trying to find their game, they're trying to find their identity, and then they have a moment where it clicks. Do you remember that moment where you realized, okay, this is Chris Matthews' game. This is how I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I'll say in middle school, you know what I mean? I, I had a game, we were in a championship. And I was a little tentative at shooting. And my coaches was like, look, the reason why you start, the reason why you're in the court, we want you to shoot every single time. Yeah. And at a young age, I didn't understand that. And as I got older, I realized that's my niche. Because in middle school, my coaches always tell me, every time you catch it, shoot the ball. When I came to New York, Jesse Sapp, every time you shoot, catch it, shoot the ball. Wing scales from New York, playing pro overseas. Every time you catch it, shoot the pass. So that's how it's always been since middle school. When I get the ball from wide open, it's nothing to think about. Shoot the damn ball. I got two more questions for you, bro. For the next wave of basketball trainers, coaches that are like, man, I want to follow down the path of a legal shooter. Uh, what would be your best piece of advice to them? Uh, just study. So a lot of people see my content. A lot of people see me with Jalen Brown, Sabonis, Bobby Porter. People know I study film. You know what I mean? I understand my craft, but I understand what they need to do in those systems. So if you want to be a great trainer, make sure you're taking the time to understand who your client is, understand what the systems are. And if you're teaching something, try to perfect it as well. So I'm a shooting coach. So I perfect shooting. So you can't be a trainer unless you do it as well. Last question I got for you. At the top of the show, I asked you what made you fall in love with basketball. Yeah. Last question is, what keeps you in love with basketball? Uh, I'll say to be better every day. I'm never content. You know, I, I still want to continue to show people that, you know, I am lethal shooter. I am one of the best trainers in the world. I am one of the best content creators in the world. I am one of the best dads in the world. So every day I wake up, I'm never satisfied because when you become satisfied, that's when somebody can catch up to where you are in life. Hey, seriously, man, I want to say from a personal yeah, man, yeah. and the ball plays faithful, yeah. and I think the basketball community 
We adore you. Yeah. Respect you. Yeah. Absolutely love you. Yeah. Thank you for being on the balls or your songcast. I hope. Yeah. Hey, ball players, this is your artist signing off, coming live from Dykeley Park. Then we got a lot of fun we're gonna watch tonight. Y'all know what to do. Follow ball players all across socials. Make sure you stay curious with our 1.37 p.m. family. Make sure you get all your info for everything that you care about. Sports, music, fashion, NFTs, and beyond. Signing off from the crib, man. Later. Da, 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 da.